0: Welcome to episode 15 of Give a Fuck, presented by Spark Consciousness. I am your host, Sarah Woodard, and in addition to an introvert, which is going to be key to this episode, I am also a certified shamanic practitioner, Reiki master teacher, activist, educator, speaker, and award-winning children's author. I am also a fierce defender of the underdog, which for me means wildlife, companion and work farmed animals, Mother Nature, and Gaia herself. I care deeply about my fellow human animals and believe that when we learn to live in harmony with nature, we also learn to live in harmony with ourselves and each other. I am fearless about doing my own inner work and growth and am passionate about helping create a world where all beings are respected and honored. I have a deep connection to Gaia and feel particularly connected in the presence of the beautiful Colorado Front Range. When I'm not busy working to present information about living in harmony with Mother Nature, I share my time with three wonderful cats, enjoy bird watching, and experiencing all the outdoors has to offer. My life journey to this point has been filled with twists, turns, and changes, as I'm sure yours has as well. For me, the constants from birth to now are a strong connection to Gaia, a deep-seated need to serve and help create a more compassionate and healthy world, and a love of both learning and sharing my knowledge. Those lifelong constants are what brought me to this point. All of the knowledge I've acquired in the process of learning to live my life in harmony, as well as new information I come across, are the inspiration for and knowledge bombs presented in this podcast. Through connection to nature, I help young millennial women and others feeling lost, define their values, and find their true purpose in life by providing a variety of online offerings. The purpose of this show is to present new information and or old information in a new way to help you see connections and live in harmony. Sometimes I also share additional resources as I love to help you continue learning. As a quick reminder, the spelling of give a fuck is F asterisk K. And a huge thank you to my existing patrons on Patreon. Is a quick life update. You are probably aware that I am on the search for this unicorn house that doesn't seem to exist, and it's been inc- it's actually been incredibly incredibly frustrating. Um, I've had to do some really deep spiritual work to try to figure out what's going on. And in addition, I had to kind of revisit, like, what is my vision really for my ideal living situation? What does that actually look like? And I think I was getting a little bit strayed from what I truly want versus what's currently available and trying to make what's currently available fit into my vision for what I really want, square peg, round hole, not working super well. So I'm not entirely sure how that's all going to play out or what my next step is right at the moment, but I do know that whether it's buying a house or finding your purpose or landing your dream job or whatever else it is, it's really, really critical to hold on to that that core vision, no matter what it seems like is possible, to hold on to that that core vision, that ideal that you want. So that's where I'm at with it right now, is just to try to hold on to that. And I encourage you to do the same with whatever you are trying to manifest into your life. So at this point in the show, I would generally answer questions submitted via patreon. I don't have any new ones for this week, but I thought it would be cool to just review a couple that we've had in the past. So previously, we had a question about what does it feel like to know when I'm tuned in and I've got that that spirit connection and I I know that that's that it's a divine a divine connection, a divine inspiration, whatever. And when I, when that question was first asked, I was a little bit, it was actually asked by a guest. so I was not able to kind of prethink about the answer. And I was a little bit thrown because I, I don't necessarily have the words for it. And at the time, I said something about how it feels like confidence and like when you you know you know you look good and you walk in a room and everybody can tell that like you own that space. That was a good explanation in the moment. I'm not sure it was 100% correct because it's also super, super subtle. And sometimes it's not so much overt confidence like that. It's more just like this deep inner knowing. And I can't always explain why I know. Or how I know, or even what I know. Sometimes there's no words. I just know that I know something, and I know that whatever I'm doing is the right thing. But I couldn't begin to explain why or how I know. I just know. <laughs> but that's the thing: is there's different types of. They call it the clairs, right? There's clear audience, clear sentience. There's one for every single sense, and then also one that's just knowing, which is clear sentience. And so, depending on. Which of your senses, which of your clear senses is strongest? You may have other ways of knowing. You may hear a particular sound in your, just in your mind and know. You may see something in, in your mind's eye and just know. There's all different ways. I personally feel like clear audience is kind of the most frustrating because there's no other confirmation. Like with clear audience, Um, you have that sound, right? Or if you have that, whatever the word is for visual, Claire, whatever visual thing is, you have that, that vision. And so there's like that confirmation, that information that is from somewhere else that helps you to confirm, like, okay, yes, like my gut is correct on this. When you, when you have clairsentience, there's no confirmation. It's just your gut knows. And sometimes you really want that confirmation. (laughs) So it can be a little bit challenging to exist in that space where you know what you know, but you don't know why you know it. So I hope that helps if you are trying to figure out what you know and how you know and how to follow your instincts in your life. on to the satan of the show. So I mentioned in my at the top of the show in my introduction that I am an introvert. Why does this matter? Why do you care? Well, here's the thing. When you are trying to figure out your life purpose, part of the thing is that you need to connect with new people. When you're an introvert, your whole thing is you want to unite from home in your jammies, right? In your jammies is the best, on the couch, comfy. You don't have to leave the house. You can have minimal interactions. Most of the time that can be okay, but that doesn't really expand your world. It doesn't expand your perspective. It doesn't allow for new information to arrive into your, your space, into your existence, into your mind. And you need that in order to help you find your purpose. So, if you're an introvert, and just to be clear, as a quick aside, introverts are not shy. Extroverts can be shy and have social anxiety too, depending on what they've gone through in their lives. Introversion and extroversion are about how you renew your energy. So, if being around people is exhausting and you need time alone to recharge, you're an introvert. If the opposite is true, you're an extrovert. If you're not sure, Check out the Myers-Briggs personality assessment. I will drop a link for that in the show notes. It's quick, it's easy, and it's free. There are 16 personality types, and I am an INFJ-T. Drop me a DM or an email and let me know what personality type you are. The T, there's so there's "-T", and there's "-A". The T stands for turbulent, which does not mean like I'm a turbulent person. It just means that I question myself a lot and i am very sensitive to the stressors of daily life. Some people might call this social anxiety or just anxiety, but for me, it's just my normal way of being and I've learned to live a really full life while embracing this part of myself. Regardless of what type of introvert you are, clearly the idea of having to go out and make these connections can be a little daunting. But if you're on this path to find your purpose, and you're on this path to live in harmony with nature, you need to do it. And you probably already know that, and that's why you're here. So I've got five tips to help you take those steps to start making those connections, and hopefully make it a little bit more attainable and less scary for you. So the first thing is to start with small groups or one-on-one meetings. They're usually a lot less overwhelming. Find some places where you can connect with a small group of like-minded people. Meetup can be a really great place to look for this. And I'm going to give you an example. So I went to a forest bathing group a couple of weeks ago for the very first time. I had always wanted to try forest bathing. I'd never really had the opportunity. And I was watching, if any of you have seen this, um, that show Firefly Lane on Netflix, which is all about friendship and sisterhood anyways. And I found myself in tears during this one scene where they were doing a fire ceremony and all kind of arm-in-arm dancing together. And while that was a very moving scene, the level at which I was moved was a little excessive and I had to do some inner conversation about what was really going on. And I realized it's because I'm really missing a sisterhood out here. So I, I hopped on Meetup and I found this forest bathing thing not too far away and I said, let's go check it out. I had no idea what to expect, right? I was like, I may get to this place and not even be able to find them. Can I even find the place? Where do I park when I get there? There was all the what ifs spinning around in my head. That's the T part of the personality right there. But I knew just, again, that I just know things. I just knew that I needed to go to this group. So I try. I set aside all of that mind loop noise about what if, what if, what if. And went. I did make the assumption that given that this is kind of a niche activity and it was a pretty small group on Meetup, that there wasn't going to be a ton of people there. And I also made the assumption, given that forest bathing is basically meditation, they were going to be like-minded and they were, and it's also in nature, so it's going to be, again, like-minded, and that it was probably not going to be like... A free-for-all of people just interacting in an uncontrolled fashion, which would be super overwhelming for any introvert. And I was right about all of those assumptions. And it turned out when I got there, finding parking was no problem. Finding the group was no problem. And this group opened their arms and their hearts to me like I was a long-lost sister. It was beautiful. And I I found my tribe. I found my sisterhood. Now, by contrast, if I had said, oh, I need to meet some people, I'm just going to go to a big networking group for business or something, I would have been overwhelmed and wound up standing in a corner by myself waiting for some more extroverted person to notice that I was alone and come talk to me. That's not effective for any introvert or anyone, really. So again, go slow. Start small. Meetup, like I said, is a great place to find stuff in your area. Number two is to go easy on yourself. Many introverts, especially those of us with the T, but I think probably all introverts do this to some extent, we obsess about every social interaction for days, or sometimes even longer after they occur. Now, that can be really helpful if you're trying to figure out how you socialize or how you impact on people, or if you're trying to improve some aspect of how you socialize. But generally speaking, it doesn't really serve you. Stop berating yourself for not having the perfect response, the perfect timing, the perfect whatever. We're not perfect. None of us is perfect. Give yourself a break. When you start running those scenarios in your head, call a timeout on that mind loop. Remind yourself, you just did something really hard and really brave. And you need to give yourself credit for taking those steps to find your tribe, even if it wasn't the right group. You took that risk and you tried. And you need to applaud yourself for that and then try again to find the right group. Each time you do that, you are one step closer to connecting with the community that's going to help elevate you to find your purpose. That's the part you need to hold on to. And that's what you can replace your mind loop with when you start going into that place. Number three is to have reasonable expectations. Even for extroverts, finding that tribe... It's going to take time. For introverts, it can be really even slower for the very simple reason that we don't need to interact as much in order to have time to restore ourselves. We we actually need less time with people in order to feel energized. That is more than okay. But just understand that because your innate personality is you need time alone to feel renewed and energized and healthy. This is going to take you a little bit longer because you're not going to be going out to bars every night. You're not going to be going out to groups every night or every day. It's going to take a little bit longer. Whatever pace it happens is exactly the perfect pace for you and your life. There is no perfect timing that is universal. The only timing that's perfect is the timing at which is perfect for you and your life. So just remember that. And even if it feels like, oh, God, I just want my purpose right now. I get it, right? I want that unicorn house right now. We all have those things we want right now. And it can be hard. So again, call a pause on that mind loop and remind yourself that all timing is perfect, even when it doesn't seem like it is. And sometimes especially when it doesn't seem like it is. Number four is to be open to non-peer age connections. Now, yeah, we all want and need friends in our age group. Those people who grew up listening to the same music, watching the same shows and movies, had the same toys, the same bad hairstyles. That's important because we all have that shared history and those formative years, they help shape us, right? From the astrological standpoint, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto influence a generation more than the individual, meaning that people who are in the same peer age will have similar unconscious motivations, struggles, and ambitions. And so yes, that also means your peers will probably have similar life purposes as a result, but they will manifest and show up in their lives differently than it will for you. And that's great, and you need that those peer supports. However, Connecting with people outside your peer group helps you hone in on those motivations, struggles, and ambitions, as well as provides you with the necessary perspectives to truly serve humanity, Gaia, and all of life with compassion. In other words, you need those other perspectives to find your life purpose and successfully live it. Older people have a wisdom and history different from yours, while also having lived through the same history you did, but with a different perspective. They can offer context and understanding that you need. Younger people have curiosity and passion, while also feeling more lost than you do right now. Seriously, they do. You can learn more about yourself and your life purpose, while also helping them navigate those same challenges you went through at their age. To them, you're the older person with wisdom and perspective. You with me? Yeah. And then number five is to trust your instincts. Now, I know this can be tough, and it does get easier with practice. I know that when I was in my 20s and 30s, I had to really work hard at differentiating between my instincts and my anxiety. And sometimes I still can't tell, and that's okay. But when it comes to connecting with others on this path of finding your purpose, trusting your instincts is really mostly about trusting yourself. If there's a group or an activity that sounds intriguing, even if it's not something you've done before, trust that and go check it out. Even if it winds up not being your thing, you'll still have taken an important step on this path to discovering your life purpose. And once you have taken that step to go somewhere, trust yourself to know who you feel safe with, what environment you feel safe in, and that whatever you share and however you show up is the right way. But just make space to to really honor that part of you that is saying, hey, this thing sounds interesting. I want to try it. Because it may very well be that this thing you never thought of trying before, this thing you've never done before, opens this huge door to the next step on finding your purpose. Or it may be that you trip over your purpose in the process. Remember, for introverts, this process of connecting with others can seem really scary even though you know how necessary it is. I hope with these five tips, you'll feel more comfortable starting to put yourself out there. And in doing so, you will find and live your life purpose. Please get started as soon as possible. And if you need a little more support, I encourage you to check out my journaling challenge in my online course. There are links to both of those in the show notes. You can find me on social media and on my website. There are links to that in the show notes as well. If you have a great story to share about how connection with nature changed your life, I want to hear from you. Please submit an article to the magazine that will be starting to come out in October. You can find the information about that on my website as well. If you would like to support the show, I have three options for you. Number one is to please sign up on Patreon. I've explained in the past how that works, and I'm not going to bore you with it today. I would also encourage you to sponsor an episode. There is information about that on the website. And then the third way to support this show is absolutely free. If you just take a second to rate this show on your podcast app, assuming it allows you to do so, that is super helpful. It helps expand my reach, helps other people find me. It would be amazing. In two weeks, for the next show, we're going to talk about animal sanctuaries And I'll get into this, obviously, a lot more in two weeks. But basically, how this all connects together is a big part of what I talk about is living in harmony with nature and how that helps you find your purpose. And I want to talk about next week or two weeks from now is how do animal sanctuaries, are they compassionate? Are they not compassionate? The pros and cons, all of that stuff. Are they living in harmony with nature? So tune in for two weeks to hear about that. In the meantime, continue to expand your knowledge, feel the connections, and live with compassion.